Good morning. Lovettsville and Middleburg have some seats to fill in the town office. So for the third time since May of last year, the town of Lovettsville has a new person working as town manager. And just two years after stepping down, Bundles Murdoch is back on the Middleburg Town Council. For Tuesday, July 17th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. This August, 23 people from our area will be heading to San Juan, Puerto Rico to help with cleanup, rebuilding, and food and water. And you can help. Join St. Matthew's Episcopal Church in Sterling for a silent auction fundraiser with authentic Puerto Rican cuisine and music. Bid on great prizes like a Lake Anna weekend getaway, a week at an oceanfront condo, Redskins and Nationals tickets, an acoustic guitar, a deluxe wine tasting, restaurant gift certificates, works from local artists, and lots more. Proceeds directly support the mission team on the ground in Puerto Rico. More information is at stmtts.org. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. After serving for 12 years on the dais and only two years after stepping down, Bundles Murdoch is back on the Middleburg Town Council. Last Thursday, they appointed her as interim councilwoman to fill the vacancy that Mayor Bridge Littleton left when he moved over from councilman to mayor. Murdoch was selected from a pool of four candidates that included former 20-year Councilman Mark Snyder, Economic Development Advisory Committee Chairman Vincent Batoa, both of whom ran for mayor in the spring, and former Town Council candidate Chris Bernard. And as I mentioned, Murdoch is not new to the Middleburg Town Council. She is a three-term member, having served from 2004 to 2016. She also served as Chief of Protocol for the U.S. Department of State for eight years during the Reagan administration. Today, she's the chairwoman of the Board of Trustees for the Blair House Restoration Fund, an advisor on the Board of Directors for the National Sporting Library and Museum, and the former president of the Middleburg Community Center. Murdoch will hold that seat until November, when a special election will determine who finishes out Littleton's council term, which lasts until June of 2020. The town expects to hold that special election on Election Day in November, and Murdoch said she has no intention of running. Meanwhile, over in Lovettsville, for the third time since May of last year, the town of Lovettsville has a new person working as town manager. Last Thursday, the town council voted unanimously to appoint assistant town manager Harriet West as acting town manager until it can find a replacement. The decision came just a day after Sam Fenns stepped down as town manager after his seven-month stint in the job. Before that, Fenns was a key part of the town's government for 13 years, including as interim town manager on three different occasions. He said West has probably the broadest knowledge of most of the staff people here in terms of running the town. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, a report on strategies to bring more diverse and affordable housing to Loudon has raised questions among county supervisors about where the county's growth can and should stop and who will have the political courage to do some unpopular things. The report by the county's Economic Development Advisory Commission lays out the ways Loudoun could encourage more affordable housing, working from the premise that affordability and availability of housing is vital to Loudoun's economic development. It argues that economic development exists to increase the quality of life for residents and that housing and economic development cannot thrive separate from each other. This is a common theme in the county economic development circles. Business owners have complained that between the high cost of living in Loudoun and the low unemployment, they can't find employees or places for them to live. 
The housing study also cites a previous report by county staff that a family of four earning the area median income can afford a roughly $352,000 home, but the median sale price for a Loudon home is $475,000. Commission Chairman and BF Sol Senior Vice President Todd Pearson said the county needs to attack this problem from a few angles, from fundamentally changing how Loudon thinks about zoning to providing financial assistance to people on the bottom half of the income scale so they can afford that housing. For example, the commission recommended using a form-based code for zoning, one that focuses on the physical form of an area and proposed development rather than focusing on things like dwelling units per acre or separating development by use. This would be a complete rethinking of how zoning works in Loudoun. The commission argued it would allow for a greater variety of densities and housing prices, but with designs that are nonetheless compatible with their area. Among financial tools, they recommended things like seeking more federal and state funding or expanding the down payment and closing cost assistance to help families making the area median wage. Today, that program makes loans to first-time home buyers with 5% interest and low payments, up to $25,000 or 10% of the home sale price. Eligibility, though, is capped at 70% of area median income. Supervisor Ralph Bono worried that that would come across as a subsidy for buying people's houses. He said some of what's in the report will take political will which he said will be harder as the board's 2019 election comes up. And Supervisor Tony Buffington, concerned about suggestions that there should be more flexibility about developing, particularly in the rural West, said at some point there's going to have to be a point where the county says we're full, and that's enough growth. A man from Leesburg was killed Sunday when he lost control of his car and crashed into the Potomac Station's neighborhood. According to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, the crash happened just after 9.15 p.m. on Riverside Parkway near Kingsport Drive. Investigators say 19-year-old Jared L. Randall was driving on Riverside Parkway when he lost control of his car, crossed the median, entered the eastbound lanes, and rolled over several times. Randall was transported to the hospital, where he died from his injuries. The cause of the crash remains under investigation. This marks the eighth person killed on Loudoun Roads in 2018. At the same time last year, there had been 12 highway fatalities. And here's Man Bites Dog for you. A cyclist has been charged after hitting a car at a bike crossing. According to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, the cyclist was riding on the W&OD trail crossing the road without stopping at the stop sign at the intersection and ran into a passing car. The cyclist was given a ticket for disregarding a traffic sign. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, it's Game of Thrones Trivia Night with the Loudon County Public Library and Old Ox Brewery tonight. The winning team will get I Drink and I Know Things mugs. It's tonight from 6 to 8 over at Old Ox. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, name your trivia team the Morning Minute next time you go out to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. town manager. And just two years after stepping down, Bundles Murdoch is back on the Middleburg Town Council. Thank you. That's... Oh, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Can you hear me? Oh, so, great. Thanks. Good. So... I just bump um, up that game a bit. His, wait, can you hear me? Oh, what? I am, but my phone's not working very well. Hold on. Oh. Okay, okay, wait. No, no, I'm, you can't get me here. But I'm sending you something. So Renz is... Re- oh, he went away.